Hey everyone! Welcome to Screams After Midnight. And I know <laughs> you you all have a horror movie hangover because we just we just wrapped up October, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we watched a lot of horror movies. Uh, we did a lot of horror movie reviews, and it always kills us. Uh, last last year we took the week <laughs> off afterwards. We're not doing that this year. We're taking the week off from watching a movie, but we are mm-hmm. here because we did promise a countdown of some variety, and we are going to do our top fifty horror movies of the nineteen eighties. Uh, mm-hmm. Tim's made his list. I've made my list. He's Tim, by the way. I'm Peter. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> we've both made our own list. We're going to alternate. Tim will give his fifty. I'll give my fifty, and then so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be in two parts. This is part one. This will be numbers fifty through twenty six. I think I explained mm-hmm. that very succinctly. <laughs> yeah people know what a list is <laughs> more how we're going to present it to him not what the concept of a list is yeah well i was very excited about this as you know i am the list master uh so any <laughs> chance i get <laughs> that that not so subtle dig at my twitter uh, handle very nice tim very nice uh but i mean we we're talking a, a little bit about this uh off air but obviously the uh, the eighties, you know, very huge, influential, great year for horror movies. So, uh, it was a great you know, year for came... horror movies. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I think of it as one year. Uh, <laughs> it's, um, but yeah, uh, surprisingly, um, I mean, I, I kind of tipped my hat a little bit early, but I had a, a little bit of trouble coming up like with a succinct top fifty. Like, I I think I did like a quick like, um, maybe like 30-ish or so, like off the top of my head, well, it was like, you know, oh, of course, I'm going to add this and this and this. But then like, you know, I got to a point where I was like, okay, now like, um, yeah, I kind of had to like look some stuff up online and like be reminded of like, you know, certain movies and stuff. And, you know, ultimately, I think I came up with like, a you know, a pretty good list. But uh, I was just wondering like, yeah, did you have trouble or did they just fly off the top of your head? Like, do you have to look stuff up or? Well, yeah, I mean, I think my bigger trouble wasn't so much looking stuff up because I, I am a, I'm a complete nerd, if you didn't know that, <laughs> and I, I have a, a nice little database Surprise. that I can filter. So I, 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 I went in my movie database, you know, all these movies I've ever seen. It's the best I could backdate it when I started this 10 years the ago. The one you have on the internet? Not on the internet, no. On, on, oh. I, have a, I have an access document. Okay, I was making an IMDb joke, but okay. okay. <laughs> all right, oh, okay, I get it. Very good. No, I, f- I wish I did old IMDb because I'd, be, I'd be rich most lately. But yeah, so so I so I could filter you know eighties and then sort by rating you know you know filter horror movies and I'm like okay right so here's the thing and that's what I do. Anytime I'm making a top list for movies for one of these shows, I've, I've done a bunch with Connor on it in Flux. I'll do that for whatever the parameters are. I'm like okay, so here's the things I give a ten, here's the things I give a nine, blah blah. blah. And I think the bigger problem I had with this one is in every other list that I've ever made for one of these countdowns is. I'll have kind of like a cutoff in my head of where, okay, there's a quality line that mm. anything below that line I would never include in a top list. This one was a little <laughs> bit different though because, okay, once you narrow it down to horror from a decade, after I did like 20 to 30, I'm like, wait a minute, I'm going to have to go below what I would typically consider what, what the, the threshold for being on a top mm-hmm. 50 is. Uh, not that to say that the movies is below that kind of threshold roughly or bad, it's not, it's just that a list like this specifically a list of horror movies from the 80s there's a lot of cheese on this and there's a lot of stuff yeah. where they're not necessarily good movies but it's more about what mm-hmm. i like and what i have fun with um mm-hmm. i'm not necessarily arguing that some of these ones especially lower down are actually genuinely good necessarily right. mm-hmm. but i like them 
uh, and that that was a big sort of hurdle to get over my mind just to like okay how do i how do i compare something that i like even though it's really bad but i, I love watching mm-hmm. it compared to something that's actually pretty good and ultimately i always came down the side of wait this is about my favorites this is not about object yeah quality or anything like that you know so yeah uh yeah same here like the you know especially uh you know higher up on the list and, and i mean higher up towards like the you know 40s and 50s and stuff there are you know, there's just 150, but you know what I mean? Like there's a, uh, you know, more cheesy stuff, more like, you know, fun stuff. Uh, and then, uh, there was some ones that I wanted to put on there, but I just like, you know, maybe I'd only seen it once and I was like, mm, I don't remember it that well. So like, you know, the, you know, I'll, I'll see if maybe there's some stuff on, on your list that I wanted to include, but I was like, I just don't remember it enough to really put on there, but it probably should be on there. Yeah, um, was, I, I think it was worth like that for me. Where I'm like, I remember liking that enough to maybe put it like up here, but I actually can't remember it enough to tell you what it was yeah. about. <laughs> so maybe I shouldn't exactly. mention it. <laughs> and and there was a uh, you know I was looking at some other people's like lists online, um, just to see like what other people included. And then there is also a couple that people might be surprised aren't on my list, but like just the you know, the, there's that like sci-fi hurdle that, you know, I'd see like a lot of people would put like something like that. And I'm like, uh, oh, I don't know. It, it's a great movie, but it might be a little too sci-fi. Like, I don't think of it as a horror movie. And again, like, you know, we can maybe, uh, talk about those a little later if they show up yeah. on your, your list the, or the, at the end or something. There was, um, there's one that I wouldn't typically think of as a horror movie on my list, but my rule was if we had done it on streams, then it was, it was fair game. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right. And that means horror comedies as well are are the fair game. Uh, I think for our list. Mm-hmm. We had that oh, yeah, last year when we did our top one hundred. But mm-hmm. um yeah, so I think without further ado, did a little bit of uh, preface there, but we can get onto it. So I am going to ask yeah. him for his number fifty. Okay. <laughs> uh so this is definitely gonna fit into the um you know, cheesy, so bad it's good category. I feel like, but... I feel like the first twenty from both of us probably fit into yeah. that in some way or another, but yeah, go on. <laughs> Um, it I forget if the first one was from the 80s as well, so it's kind of hard to choose between them, but I had to go with Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. <laughs> I figured, you know, the the first one's a classic, but, you know, I figured with the second one, you kind of get basically the first one plus Garbage Day, so it's kind of hard. See, to... that, that's why I would argue against it almost, <laughs> is because, like, 70% of it's a flashback to just footage from the first movie. <laughs> Not, not, not that I, not that I don't see the the quality of it's garbage day. Yeah. Or, that was a bad, that was a bad uh, rendition of it. But you know, you know what I'm talking about. Right. Yeah. No, it's, I mean that scene is so good, and I kind of admire the audacity to just be like, yeah, we're just going to show most of the first movie. <laughs> like, uh, it, it's kind of insane, but. I mean, obviously, if people don't know, this is, you know, one of your typical killer Santa movies, um, you know, very low budget, but very crazy, over the top, cheesy fun. And, uh, yeah, the sequel is mostly just like, a, you know, a, a, one of the main characters retelling the first one and then they add a few new stuff in the end. But um, basically, I mean, it, basically, someone said, OK, we can afford to make about 25 minutes of footage. Mm-hmm. All right, fine. Yeah. We'll just use the first movie <laughs> to fill in the rest of it. Yeah, if, if I know the story correctly, I think they wanted to just re-release the first movie in theaters, but like the director was like, no, like let's make a new movie. But yeah, like you said, they only had hmm. so much time and money so that they just like, yeah, filmed like 25 minutes or something. Glorious. Uh, but 
hey, we we love our uh, Christmas horror movies and we love our cheesy fun movies and yeah, it's a it's a fun watch. Uh, I, I say. So my number fifty is a slasher film, probably <laughs> to no surprise, uh, mm. is The Burning, which. Mm. may be surprising a little for some people and I think the reason why I, I have this a little bit lower even though I, I, I enjoy it a lot is I do think it, it, it suffers a little bit from being really concentrated into one really great section because it builds mm-hmm. and it builds it's not there's a lot of good kills throughout the film it has the, the cheesy characters it has all that it has George Costanza with hair which is you know <laughs> a sight to behold but when it does uh, finally kick off and it, you know the, the, the garden shears the big you know mm. scissors mm-hmm. When that when that comes into play, the kill sequence that happens where it basically attacks a bunch of people at the same time, it's like okay, mm-hmm. it just went went to eleven. Uh, so uh, it's a mm-hmm. it's a blast and it's a solid eighties cheese, but it's very different in structure to most slasher movies because it does it holds off for the most part until one big bit where it just goes nuts. Yeah. And so. I believe that's a Tom Savini special effects in there. I believe so. I I could believe yeah, it. Which. Yeah, which he, you know, can never go wrong with. Uh, yeah, I remember not being as hot on the uh, on the movie. I wouldn't mind uh, rewatching again. Uh, but yeah, you're definitely more of the slasher guy than I am. But it's uh, I definitely remember the kills being good. And yeah, like you said, those you know giant garden shears, pretty iconic. Uh, all right then. So what is your forty nine? Forty nine. Uh, so I- I'm assuming you're not going to have this on your list because I think uh, I'm a little more hot on it than you, but it's uh, The Howling, which I think um, the real problem with it, and, and it's why it's lower on the list, is the you know the-, the big chunk in the middle is just you know a little too drawn out, kind of boring, but uh, I really like the beginning and the ending. Like Once they get to the actual werewolf stuff and like all that creepy serial killer stuff in the beginning, I think is really really good stuff and the ending is kind of batshit crazy which i love so uh it's a shame it's not you know a little more exciting in the middle but i do think it's a worthy you know uh movie for the list i don't know howling 2 may have a chance on me i don't know about howling 1 <laughs> in the pale moonlight of the moon remember that song that they played 10 times in the movie remember that one oh, are you kidding it's my ringtone <laughs> christopher lee with these with these uh 80 shades and you know oh, yeah, the, yeah. The, the fact that it's a vampire I mean, I script a movie like your sister is a werewolf <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what it's called I, I, I your sister is a werewolf or a steerba werewolf bitch i believe was the other title <laughs> yeah um cool my number 49 is a direct-to-video movie Ooh. but surprisingly good uh uh, Puppet Master, which is the only one of the franchise in the eighties, actually. Oh, okay. I believe I believe two onwards were were nineties. Um, oh, fair. But no, Puppet Master is a movie, obviously about puppets and someone can, you know someone's brought them to life. But um, the the setup for the first one, which I think is really neat, is that it's all these people who know each other who are sort of drawn to this hotel, uh, and the plot kind of plays out. It's kind of a bottle movie in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because Puppet Master, you think being a direct-to-video franchise, it w- wouldn't be that great, but I've seen the first three of them, and I like all three of them from what I've saw. Mm-hmm. Now there's like ten of them now, so I mean, we'll see. I'll still, <laughs> I'll still, you know, when we do eventually do the franchise, which will happen mm-hmm. at some point. Uh, maybe we'll start that next October. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it'll be in a vote again. I can't remember. But, but we'll, you know, yeah. you know, we'll get to it at some point. But, um, no, it's got very, very uh, simple characters. It's got a very simple setup. But it has really fun puppet effects, fun kills. It usually has just the right amount of cheese to kind of buy into it, to what it's doing. Um, but that said, yeah. I, I will say that it's not my favourite of the three that I've seen as well. But I still mm-hmm. enjoy it a lot. 
It's good fun. Yeah, uh, I like the Puppet Master movies. You know, the puppets are very memorable. Um, I wanted to include this on my list. Again, this was just one, though. I haven't seen it since I was, like, mm. probably, you know, like 14 or 15. And I, I do remember scenes from it, but kind of similar to you. I've probably seen the first, I don't know, three, four, who knows how many. And so I wasn't sure which like I, I was trying to remember stuff, and I was like, uh, I'm not sure if that's from the first one or mm. the second one. So I unfortunately I couldn't put it on my list. But uh, I, I've kind of been itching to rewatch all these. I just uh, I think they just put out like a really nice big box set, and uh, actually saw the new one a little earlier this year. Which yeah, obviously we'll we'll, we'll do at some point. But uh, you know, I'll just I'll tip my hat a little bit and said I had a lot of uh, fun with it. So I, I have been itching to get back into this franchise, mm. but. Yes. Unfortunately, we'll, it didn't make my list. So. We'll get to the little strike after the previous ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got enough franchises to work through right now, though. Goddamn sure. Leprechaun <laughs> shoehorning its way into our schedule just because of the new one coming out. <laughs> um, so, what's your forty-eight? So, forty-eight. Uh, so, this was a you know what? this might be too low on my list, but this is this is actually one that we recently did last month, which is just. So much goddamn fun. Uh, the Pit. <laughs> I knew you were going to say The Pit. I knew it. Uh, again, we're, you know, we're talking about movies that are, you know, our favorites that are fun to watch and stuff. And this, like, how can you not have fun watching this? It's absolutely just insane. <laughs> you know, little weird creepy boy talking teddy bears, uh, a pit full of weird troglodyte creatures and it is just so over the top and crazy it's uh you know it's one of those movies that has to be seen to to be believed it's kind of it's almost a shame that like i I don't understand why stuff like troll 2 gets so much recognition which obviously great super fun movie but i i think the pit is right up there you like that kind of so bad it's good stuff it's it's a must watch no no uh, and you left out the best part, which is all the inventive ways that he f- gets people to fall into the pit. Oh, of course, yeah. It's the best part of the movie. And there's <laughs> if you don't want to watch... Yeah. Do you know I think it is? I think that's what you expect. If someone tells you about the pit and what the plot is, you th- and they say, oh, it's really funny how he gets people into the pit. You think, okay, that'll be the good part, but a lot of it'll be boring. But it isn't, because it's so weird and, and mm. bizarre the whole time that it's entertaining the whole you know all the way through. There's like one five-minute section towards the end, which was a bit dull when it got like normal. <laughs> but then it... You know, yeah. that was it. Everything else was great. Yeah, it's uh, really a, our highest recommendation from the pit. <laughs> uh, my number 48, uh, which I know I'm going to get flack for from some people, because some people really hate this, but I'm standing oh, by it. Friday okay. the 13th Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. Okay, all right. I love this movie. And it's not a good movie. <laughs> it's not a good movie, but... But you know, Jason looks good. He's you know walking through Manhattan. You know, hitting the boombox, uh, going through Times Square, punching a guy's head off. <laughs> it is. This is kind of stupid that I, I like it. Afraid of the Thirteen sequel, um, mm. and it, it, this one gets like, oh, this is the one that you know killed the franchise at Paramount, and you know all the mm. rest. Of it. I'm like, eh, I have fun with it. I like, <laughs> this is my kind of stupid. <laughs> I don't know. I'm into it. Um, you know, uh, yes, it's weird that it you know takes like place two thirds on a boat when it's supposed to be about him taking Manhattan. But that Manhattan section when you get there is a lot of fun, and some of the boat stuff's kind of fun too. So I'm, I don't know, I'm into it. And plus he's plus he's uh, he's demise in this one's pretty fun as well. He gets melted in a sewer. Uh, mm. <laughs> so, hey, well, you do you, man. You you own it. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will. I'm sure you're going to have some stupid picks later. Uh, what's, what's your what's your forty seven? <laughs> 
that would be a little movie I like to call Cannibalistic Humanoid Underground Dwellers. Talking about that Chud. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Uh yeah, I mean, Chud, uh, it, it's another movie which, again, the only reason why it's kind of lower on the list is because there are stretches of it that drag on a little bit. Uh, but, again, it's just one of those things. Uh, once they do get to the actual Chuds, I, I think it's a blast. Uh, I like the creature designs. I like, um, you know, it, it's kind of a cheesy movie, but they do, like, <laughs> it was meant to have a message. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, you know the there's some uh, I believe it's a, one, an early John Goodman uh, in there as well, which is always nice to see. Oh, an and, early uh, John Goodman, Sarka Sarka nineteen A. Yeah, and and it just it maybe has one of the best names ever, Chud. Uh, it's just <laughs> I remember going. It's it's just something that sticks with you. Uh, I have not seen this one, Tim. So oh, we we'll have to do it someday. I got the uh, I got really nice uh, Arrow Blu-ray of it. Oh, we'll sure give that uh, a watch. I'm noting down. I'm noting down how many years I've not seen. I want to know. Oh, uh, interesting. Okay. Right. I'm going to note them down. Uh, all right. My number forty-seven is a we're back to slasher. Well, technically Friday the Thirteenth. It was okay. a slasher, but still, uh, back to another slasher. Uh, this is called the Initiation, and it is Ooh, a okay. slasher movie uh, about uh, uh, you know fraternity uh, initiation. Mm-hmm. And do we do it on the show? No, we haven't. No. Uh, okay, because I don't think I've seen this. Yeah. One. It's one we'll have to get to. Uh, but it's one of these ones where it's just you know it's a pretty straightforward eighty slasher movie. Kills are okay. Uh, what what sets it up for me though is I really like the setting because they break into a, a department store, like a mall, at night for Sounds this initiation, good. and then the the slashering <laughs> starts happening. <laughs> um, Okay. And it's it's just a really fun set and it's a really fun vibe. Um, it's one it's one of those ones where it doesn't do anything particularly surprising, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just it's an eighty slasher movie. Uh, but sometimes the setting's enough to kind of like, all right, okay, yeah. I like what it's doing with this. Um, cool. So now uh, it's another one that Arrow's got a nice Blu-ray of. I don't have it though. I have to I have to pick it up. But um, uh, yeah, I haven't seen it, but that sounds good. Yeah, it's good. Simple. There's going to be some of these slashers that don't have a lot to say beyond here's the set and here's oh, it's got good kills yeah. or it's got memorable <laughs> characters or whatever, but uh, that's the initiation. What is your number 46? Well, I, I was a little quiet earlier because my 46 is Friday the 13th Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. Yes, Tom! I, yes! <laughs> no, I'm, I'm on the same boat. Uh, you know, As Jason? Enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I think I think this movie gets way too much shit because uh, I think it's a blast. And honestly, I, I kind of have a theory, which I think the main reason why people rag on it is because of the title. Like, it, it's a goofy title. It's easy to make fun of. And yes, most of the movie doesn't actually take place in Manhattan. So I think, uh, you know, a lot of people rag on it for that. But it's actually, like, super fun. And, you know, it is more in the cheesy territory of the Jason movies. But I don't know. That's kind of what I like. Like, yeah. you know, like you said, the craziness, the, you know, the boom box, the, the guy trying to box Jason, like, you know, cutting off the head. Like there's so much fun stuff in this. And I think it's the next one we got to do, which I'm excited for. Is, yeah. Uh, Cause we did seven last, yeah. Last time we did one. Yeah. Um, I, I, and I like the title cause obviously it's a play on yeah. the Muppets take Manhattan. That, that, yeah. that was, that was kind of the point. That was the joke. <laughs> I, I love that they put a joke in their title. I mean, yeah. that, that's, to me, that's kind of what Friday the Thirteenth uh, mm-hmm. is. Uh, not that I'm against having a serious Friday the Thirteenth either, which we're no oh, doubt certainly. getting soon because Halloween made a lot of money. But um, uh, yeah. cool. Uh, my number forty-six is a movie that I don't think Tim liked very much, actually. Uh, okay. But that this is called Blood Rage. Mm. 
Mm, yeah, I wasn't again another slasher. I wasn't crazy about. Um, it was, that a, was a Thanksgiving one, right? Yeah, it was a Thanksgiving slasher, but. Mm-hmm. It's one of those ones where it's really cheesy, the acting's pretty bad, but what I liked about it is that the, the plot is about uh, twins. The, the killer mm-hmm. is a twin, and he framed his brother as a child for, for a murder, and everyone thinks his brother's a psychotic one, and he's like pretending to be a normal guy, but he's like killing people all throughout the movie. He's killing his friends, he's killing, killing everyone, and the, <laughs> the, the one who they think is psychotic is broken out, trying to come back to Thanksgiving to save everyone. And it is, it is the most convoluted, silly soap opera cheese in a slasher movie. Uh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> you, know what's, you know what's so weird? It's like, I don't, I don't know if this is just like part of being a horror fan or whatever, or, may, or maybe I'm just insane. But like even these movies that I don't remember liking, even like when you mention them, I, like part of me is kind of like, oh yeah, I would like to watch that again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes Tim sends me into a blood rage. Uh, Tim, what's your, what's your 45? Um, so this is one uh, you like a lot more than me, I, I think. And so I'm expecting to see it further down on your list. But uh, I, I'm not crazy about it, but I don't hate it. And I do think it is very... I'd hope so. It's on your top 50. <laughs> I, I think uh, this this is like more to me, like very just like man like uh how can you not include this because it just screams 80s and, th- and that is chopping mall um it's uh you know again i, I kind of make fun of it for being more sci-fi because it has like it, you know it's about killer robots and stuff but uh you know I, I i get the you know the the horror element of it it's uh it, most people would consider a horror movie but it's uh it's a lot of you know cheesy 80s funs take place inside a mall you got killer robots so that you know there's a lot of fun deaths and uh but i think more it's about the you know the setting and the crazy characters and stuff and just it's very very uh, 80s i can't think of any other way to describe it okay my number 45 <laughs> which is probably going to be much higher on your list actually is friday the mm-hmm. 13th part six uh okay. jason lives which is obviously a fan favorite normally for most people and i like it a lot um mm-hmm. but i don't have it necessarily at the top i'm afraid of the 13th uh rankings um, I think it's got really fun kills. It's kind of when it got cheesy in, in a way, mm-hmm. like where it started just having fun with the silliness. The fact that it starts mm-hmm. with a, a mock version of the the James Bond <laughs> intro with Jason. Oh right. <laughs> uh, kind of sets that up for you. Um, uh, but you know, I mean, yeah, t- Tommy, the main character, uh, running around trying to stop Jason. It's nice that it's different. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it kind of felt like it was almost a series of uh, vignettes of him Jason killing different people, as opposed to like a. A, a film that feels together in that way which is maybe why i don't feel like i love it as much as other people uh do mm-hmm. but i like it a lot still like it's a lot of fun mm-hmm. to watch friday the 13th part six um yeah and i still put no, it above I... part eight so no one can complain at me <laughs> <laughs> oh no it, it's definitely great um yeah and i who knows it may show up later on my list <laughs> i've got a funny feeling it will what's your 44 tim uh 44 i'll get my list back up here um I, I'm assuming it'll probably be on your your list as well, but who knows? I don't think we've done it on the show, but that would be Night of the Creeps. Hmm. We, we I don't think we've done it. We have not. Oh, okay. All right. Well, obviously, you know, won't spoil too much or anything, but I like this movie a lot. I think I just saw it recently for the first time last year, hmm. maybe either one or one or two years ago. Um, but. No, it's a fun '80s movie. Uh, you know the characters are good, uh, good kills. It's kind of like um, 
I, I forget exactly what they are. They're like aliens, kind of like these like little bug alien things that like take people over or however you, you know you want to describe it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like but, high school body snatchers, mm-hmm. kind of. Actually, yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and this is uh, Tom Atkins uh, is in this one as well, which and his mustache. Don't forget his mustache. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, you know, you, you can never go wrong with uh, a little Tom Atkins. <laughs> oh, I think that made me made me think of something I might have forgotten to include that I maybe should have. Uh oh. I will give an honourable mention to Maniac Cop because I feel like I I blanked oh, okay. on it, and Tom Atkins and Bruce Campbell are both at it, and I'm like, oh, why didn't I think of that? Ooh. Actually, I yeah, I don't think I have it on my list either. So mm, yeah, I don't, uh, know why I, bla- I don't know why I blanked <laughs> on that one. No, I don't think it'd be super high, admittedly, but you know, certainly yeah. down in this range, I feel like it would be applicable. Oh sure. I mean, there's always one or two, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but hey, uh, so that was your 44. My 44 <laughs> is a movie called Dolls. Ooh, very nice, yeah. Yeah, we're back to... I guess this falls into Puppet Master territory. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this this has got a very, you know, t- uh, traditional setup. You've got this... Uh, a few people, you know, their cars break down in a storm and there's nowhere nearby except this one house and the kind old couple let them in to stay... And it's a kind of a wacky mix of characters. It's very eighties. There's the ditzy kind of slutty one. There's the, mm-hmm. you know, the the smarter one. There's the, you know, it's, it's got a very mix of characters. And there's dolls that come to life and try and kill <laughs> them. And the old yeah. couple are, you know, up to no good. So, um, very straightforward, but a lot of fun. It, this was one. This is a, if I remember correctly, this is a full moon pictures. Uh, it may be, but I was going to say it's um the same director as. Is this Southern Stuart Gordon Mister? who did this, I want to say? I think it was Stuart Gordon did this. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I'm going to right. fact check that while I'm talking about it. Either way, be okay. misspreading information. <laughs> but Well, I, I will say uh, this was one I actually thought about, but I don't think it ended up making my list, but it was close. Uh, I, this is a, a good, fun movie, though. Yeah, that's Stuart Gordon. I was right. Because I think oh, that's, okay. why I, that's why I wanted to see it, because I'd seen um, Reanimator by this point, and I wanted to mm-hmm. uh, check out some of his other films. Uh, and like a rare non-Lovecraftian movie from Stuart Gordon. Hmm. Uh, but no, dolls. What's your forty-three? Uh, again, I forget if we did this on the show or not. I, Probably I'm not. Pretty, <laughs> I'm, well, I'm pretty sure we've at least talked about it before. So sometimes I confuse stuff hmm. we just talk about with, with stuff we've uh, done. But uh, that would be Death Spa. Uh, no, we didn't. We didn't do this on the show. We did watch it together, though. Okay. All right, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Man, this is, oh boy, this is a, a ton of fun. Again, you know, we're back into the, you know, the so cheesy uh, kind of category. But, uh, I mean, it's not really much you need to know. It's a, <laughs> you know, like a haunted, uh, I forget if it was haunted or cursed, but it's basically a, uh, you know, a kind of gym slash spa that, you know, things are like coming to life and killing people. And some of the deaths in here are just absolutely ridiculous but it's ultimately though a lot of fun and um it kind of taps into the you know i feel like you know like in the 80s you know we talk about like you know stuff like malls and and whatever but you know there's also kind of like a you know like a i feel like a gym craze uh that was around that time too so it kind of taps into that which is a a lot of fun and interesting (laughs) yeah i never really considered this one i remember having some fun with it i also remember being really annoyed and confused at the convoluted backstories to how it became cursed or haunted 
Oh yeah, it's ridiculous because I think it's like, I think it's like a witch or something. But it's kind of like, all right, is it a witch that put a curse or is it just a ghost of a person? Like, I remember. I remember us watching it together and being confused at some of the plot details because it was <laughs> it was kind of murky as it was going on. But yeah, Death Spa is an interesting. One. We'll have to do it in the show at some point. <laughs> oh, without a doubt. Yeah. So my number four. Oh, is, maybe. Oh. Sorry, well, you know, just thinking off the top of my head here, but maybe we'll have to have a, a Patreon vote. If we write down the ones maybe we haven't done for the show. Oh, sure. Or yeah. that we haven't seen, and then people can vote what they want us to do. Sure. Well, I mean, I think that's the thing in general for this this list, is everything we say in this top 50 that we have not done before becomes a part of the to-do list, because clearly we should be doing yeah. that. Uh, number 43 for me, I'm staying at the knee-height level. Knee-height mischief, as oh. Tim puts it, uh, <laughs> with Critters. Mm, very good choice. Spiky gremlin knockoffs <laughs> from outer space who attack people in a farmhouse. It's mm-hmm. that's basically it. I have nothing else to add except yeah. <laughs> it's like an enjoyable time and they amuse me greatly. Um we will be doing the Critters franchise at some point, especially if sci fi get 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 that fifth movie going that they've been mm. they've been talking about doing. Um, yep. Scream Factory is putting out a very nice Blu ray collection a little later this month, in fact interesting interesting if we weren't so packed up <laughs> with our franchise i'd say we'd just do it now because the blu-ray is coming out but yeah you know yeah but, it's tough <laughs> no, we, we we got hellraiser leprechaun and we still have friday the 13th and nightmare on elm street mm-hmm. to finish off so we, we we are packed on franchises but um, oh boy it's one for the future for sure uh critters <laughs> also uh side note the critters poster uh is in teenage mutant ninja turtles it's the movie Raphael goes to see when he gets pissed off and goes to the movies Oh, well, that makes sense. <laughs> and, he, and he complains about it on the way out because obviously that was a New Line movie and so was Critters, so that's why <laughs> they had the access to the poster. Anyway, that was a weird random bit of trivia. Uh, what's your 42, Timmy? My 42. Actually, speaking of franchises, delving into another one, uh, that will be Hellbound Hellraiser 2. Ah. Uh, so uh, we'll have it coming up on the on show briefly, but um, yeah, I think we even kind of mentioned it on the first one, how we're both like remember liking it but it's been a while since we've seen it uh, so i uh it'll be interesting to rewatch it but uh, i i do like it though for the most part not definitely not as good as the first one um which you know first one is just a beautiful little you know self-contained horror movie but um i think this one is you know fun uh there's a lot of really good like gore and special effects uh story is decent uh but i mean i think really um with this, it's like a lot about the visuals. Like, there's some scenes that like kind of come into my head uh, that I don't want to give too much away because we're gonna do it on the mm. the show soon. But uh, I, I like it. Nice, uh, nice follow up to the first one. My number forty two is uh, From Beyond, which mm. not not Lovecraft inspired uh, Stuart Gordon movie. Um, that this is one that has a really weird plot. You know, they they kind of tap into another world, another reality. And infects the scientist with the, this this entity that that then starts you know feeding off people. It, it's a wacky little movie that sort of cuts around, um, but it's full of personality. It's one that I I, I made a point of looking for after again I think Reanimator and I think mm-hmm. maybe even Hellraiser for a reason. I don't remember what the connection with Hellraiser was, but I feel like there was one. But the, the point being is that I was drawn to it. I never actually got to see it though until the uh, the Blu-ray came out. I don't think. Mm-hmm. But uh, very good, very good. Well, well yeah. in, interesting little bottle movie. It t- takes place mostly in a house. Yeah, and we haven't done it on the show, right? No, 
That's yeah, because I don't think I've actually seen it. Okay. It's, yeah, uh, like I, I definitely like I know the title, and I think there's a few movies like this where I always get confused if I've seen it or not. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't know. Maybe I have. I just don't remember it. But um, yeah, this one's kind of a, a blank space for me. But uh, I, I do want to watch it. Good practical effects as well. Uh, mm. You can probably even tell that from the poster with the, the whole stretched out face that's on the poster. But oh, yeah. uh, what's your forty-one, Timmy? Forty-one uh, is. Fright Night. It's uh, this is a one, I think another one where I kind of saw it like a little more recently than, than most people. Like I didn't grow up with it, but I think I saw it maybe for the first time like four or five years ago. Mm. But um, yeah, it, it's a fun vampire movie. Uh, you know, again, you got like some eighties cheesiness uh, in it. Um. But I don't know. Otherwise, uh, you know, I think it's like a, it's got a solid story and the characters are fun. Uh, it'd be one uh, that it has been a while since I've seen it, though. So I'm kind of interested in uh, revisiting it. I uh, saw um, this once prior around the age of like 13, 14. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember liking it that much, to be honest. I didn't hate mm-hmm. it, but I don't remember really caring about it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think that's fair. Like, it's like that's why I have it lower on the list because it's, mm. yeah, it's not uh, my favorite. But uh, I, I do remember liking it. But again, if I rewatched it a, again, maybe it might be a little lower. But I don't know. I think well, we should probably do it at some point, though. Yeah, I mean, uh, my number forty-one is Slumber Party Massacre. Oh yeah, back okay. back to Slasherville. Uh, the the killer is delightfully boring in that he's just a guy in a <laughs> denim jacket uh, but he loves to use a drill and mm. you have the cheesy you know slumber party characters all, all the girls who staying staying over one night uh, the neighbors who try to help all the idiot boyfriend characters who get killed and <laughs> everything else it's just kind of a, a delightful uh, it's a very fun quick movie it's like mm-hmm. six it's like 65 minutes or, something, oh, yeah. or 70 minutes something like that it's not it's not long and and I think they get shorter as they go on, they which is crazy. Yeah, the first one maybe eighty, and then it goes to seventy-five, yeah. then it goes to like seventy, and the third one it's like really, it's really nuts. short. Um, but no, this is just again, it's a kind of a typical eighty slasher, but it's really over the top. It's it's really kind of like if someone said, "What is the the perfect movie to show how stupid and cheesy slasher movies got in the eighties?" This is the one I'd show because it has all of the ingredients baked into it. Mm. Uh, but yeah. It, it's also great because you get exactly what you hope for with the title. This is true. So, you, <laughs> you get Slumber Party and you get Massacre. That's true. What's your number 40, Timmy? 40. Uh, very, it's kind of a, a it's, it's kind of like a, a weird sleazy movie, but uh, Basket Case. Ah, it's, uh, yes, yes. I think it's a, it's a fun, it's kind of like a low budget and it has like that uh, 1980s New York vibe, which uh, is funny because it's so different from like, I feel like even like the 90s and you know once you get into the 2000s, New York is such like this clean kind of like sitcom friendly place. But like in the in the 80s horror movies, it's like so grimy and just filled with like punks and gangs and stuff. And uh, I don't know, this is one of those movies that kind of I don't know, just just reminds me uh, of that griminess. <laughs> I don't know, it, it, it's kind of gross. Uh, basic plot is uh, you know this. Uh, Let's say that there's a basket and there's like a, a little thing <laughs> that's going around murdering people, and then you kind of find out, you know, what it is at the end. I don't, I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, it, I think it's a fun, fun movie. 
Yeah, I didn't put this one on my list, and I, I thought it was an interesting movie when I watched it mm-hmm. several years ago. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely that, and its sequels, which I've not seen, will be something we have to do at some point. Yeah, I, I think I've only seen the second one, which gets really crazy, but uh, I, I, I dig it, though. And it's got mm. good, like, uh, like the first one, I think, is pretty low budget. I think as they go, they get a little more money, so they get kind of crazier and crazier, like puppets and stuff in, in, the, in the other sequels, which is uh, which gets pretty fun. Interesting. Uh, my number 40, uh, probably the biggest in terms of iconography so far, mm. uh, is the original Child's Play. Okay. Um, which is a really solid movie, um, which uh, obviously we we did all the movies uh, last year on screens, mm-hmm. and uh, we, we, you know I, was, I think we both agreed that two was two was the better film. This one though, I think is still very effective, um, and it deals because this is the one that has to actually deal with the fact that they tease out is the dollar alive or not, you know, you know, mm-hmm. is the kid is Andy just crazy that kind of stuff, and the mum has to kind of deal with that. And it kind of slowly builds up to him actually being Chucky that we know and in, in love. So yeah, but and and there you go. Oh no, just a, another one though with like a really like grimy, dirty city. I forget if it's supposed to be New York or is it Chicago. Uh, I think it was Chicago in that one. Yeah, yeah, but but still, it's just one of those things where it's like you just feel unsafe whenever anyone has to like leave their apartment. Yeah, he uh, also I, I love what I did love about that movie. The first one is though is that. The last like twenty minutes almost becomes like a knee high Terminator movie, yeah. with Chucky just getting destroyed and destroyed and keeps coming back no matter what. Um, yeah. and it's you know, it's kind of great. Yeah, great animatronics, good special effects, and it's a good one. Yeah, the the, the puppet the animatronics hold up. They hold up. Uh, what's your what's your thirty nine, Timmy? Uh, well, when we just uh went through the whole series last month, uh, but that would be Bride of Reanimator. Hmm. Um. And I think a pretty decent sequel. Uh, not as good as the first one, but still some fun. I think the story—it's a you know—it's pretty much just kind of following similar beats to the first one. But uh, there is some craziness, and then the end gets really, really crazy. And there's a lot of good special effects, so it's a—it's a fun one. It's a, I enjoy it. My number thirty-nine is Vamp, which. Ooh. Which is a very pink and green movie, and by that I mean everything seems to be lit pink and green, even the sewers for some reason. Uh, but because of that, it's kind of delightfully upbeat and kind of peppy, even though it's about dealing with vampires. Uh, but it's it's got some fun characters. It's got some some. Uh, it's one of these ones where I wouldn't necessarily say you see it for the horror or the gore or anything like that. It's one where you see it for the the adventure that the characters go on. And kind of the, the like because because you know, like the lead guy and the the lead girl are kind of likable. Then there's the the goofball friend who's kind of weird and, um, you know, because they, they they basically have to this this guy has to essentially pay them and give them his car to to like hang out yeah. with them and that kind of sets up the the the, the movie. If if it, if I have any complaints is that it, it maybe kills off a couple of cool characters too soon, so we mm. don't get as much fun with them. But I mean, besides that, it's just it's the blast. It's um. A very light-hearted movie that, by today's standard, is probably PG, <laughs> but sure, yeah, but uh, good fun. Yeah, no, it's a really good one, and uh, like you, you know, talking about their adventure, uh, I like it. You know, all takes place in one night, hmm. um, and uh, yeah, this one's a, a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, which is thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Oh my god, <laughs> this is one I actually just watched like maybe a week ago, and we haven't done it yet. We'll we'll do the whole series soon, but. Jesus, Psycho 2 is 
pretty goddamn good. I I was actually uh, surprised when I was going through all the Psycho movies. This is a lot of fun. It's you know a big departure from the first one, which is obviously you know a serious classic horror movie uh this one though it's like super cheesy uh but i actually thought it was really funny i was laughing a lot i don't know if it was intentional necessarily uh, but man i i think this is great <laughs> uh no we will do the whole series at some point uh, i've never actually seen four i've never seen the tv movie four because mm. i uh yeah well i i won't say anything because we'll yes, do it but yes. <laughs> it's, um, it's a watch yeah i i, I guess actually i just got this there's this one line that like absolutely killed me in, in the movie uh, where just basically the overall plot is Norman Bates gets out of uh, the insane asylum or whatever, basically on like a, you know, a mental insanity plea. Uh, so he's trying to like get his life together and he gets like a job at this diner and, you know, some, him and some of the coworkers are dealing with this rude customer who like, you know, storms out or, or whatever. And this, uh, his friend says to him like oh, that guy was like such a jerk you should have killed him and norman bates just very casually goes oh i don't kill people anymore like, just... <laughs> like he's like talking like someone who like gave up coffee or something like oh no i don't, yeah, I don't do that anymore mm. it's like it's fantastic <laughs> um so what number was that that was 38 oh my 38 uh, i'm going with some argento here this is one we did not too long ago this is tenebrae uh Oh, nice. Uh, or Tenebri, I think is uh, has it, how you pronounce it. Um, so this this is uh, about an author who starts getting sent basically items and like letters about all these murders that are happening around the city. And well, this, this one has some good violence in it to a point, but what really sets this one up, I guess with Argento in general, but this one especially, is the, is the filmmaking style of how the kills are shot. Uh, the music that comes in, the way the camera tracks between kills. Um, there's some really effective... Uh, they're almost a little short movies, actually. Whenever it goes to a kill sequence, there'll be a little short movie, essentially, of like how this person is tracked and then killed. And each one of them is is very hypnotic in how it's performed, and that's kind of why I like it so much. Um, and I mean, the actual story's pretty, pretty decent, too. Uh, the, yeah. the end twist is a little bit out there. Mm-hmm. but th- that just kind of <laughs> adds to the wackiness of the whole affair so you know yeah no this is a good one uh yeah i'm, I'm a big argento fan this isn't my favorite but it's definitely uh you know one that's worth seeing uh the kill scenes are pretty good you know you get some um you know really nice <clears throat> jello shots uh in, in it and it's uh yeah this, this is definitely a, a a good one i i don't think i put it on my list uh but i, I definitely see why i'd be on there I'm, I'm glad you approved. What's your, what's your thirty-seven? Uh, another real uh fun one. Again, I don't, I don't even, I don't even know what movies we did anymore. So I should just stop saying it. But yes, uh, Night Luck- of the Demons. Oh yes, Luck- luckily I remember what we've done, Tim. So that's fine. <laughs> Night of the Demons is one we've not done, and it's one that again we should do the whole trilogy at some point because mm. I'll steal the bloody things. I think we'll probably have to save it for next October because they are Halloween yeah yeah it, it, like this one actually takes place on halloween i, I forget what the sequels it, it do, can get in lane though because a... i want to do the sleepaway camp series in october 1st so it, it, that, that can, but, that's 2020 we're talking about now. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're out of uh but we're out of actual halloween movies to do so if we need to do a movie that oh, takes sure. place on halloween 
can do this one. Sure. Uh, but uh, again, the characters are absolutely great in this. You know, they're very stereotypical. Like, you know, you have like the, you know, jockey, you know, like the jockey person and then the nerdy person and the like, you know, really over the top, like party animal, uh, which is great. Um, and then and then good special effects and uh, stuff. Another fun movie. The ending's fun. There's an ending mm-hmm. uh, scene with a, an apple that I won't spoil, but <laughs> I'll just say it's fun. Um, yes, uh, yes. They, they basically get possessed one by one in the in this uh, haunted house or whatever it is. Um, yeah, the ending is pretty good. Uh, my number thirty-seven is one you've already mentioned. That is Night of the Creeps. Oh, okay. Oh, we both have Night of movies. Yes. Oh, true. Yes, yes. We have Night of movies. It's not even my last Night of movie. Ooh, okay interesting, interesting. <laughs> a lot of night horror movies in the horror genre uh <laughs> nah, pretty much everything we said last time it's fun it's like teen yeah. body snatchers it's one of those ones where it's it's more upbeat and kind of adventure I, I put it in the same camp as vamp it would make a good double feature with vamp mm-hmm. where oh, yeah. it's not one where you're necessarily worried and caring about the characters out there because you expect it to have a reasonably happy ending for the main character because it just doesn't feel like the sort of movie that would do something cruel to them. Uh, but you have fun things. At one point, they've got like a flamethrower and they've got like a backpack on, and there's oh yeah, all, all this stuff <laughs> happening. It's just a good, good time. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. All right, what's your number? Thirty-six. Thirty-six. Uh, I think it's my first uh, Stephen King entry. Uh, so that would be Cujo. Um, I. Yeah, I'm a, a big fan of this movie. Uh, even bigger fan of the book. I actually reread and rewatched, uh, you know, the book in the movie earlier this year, and uh, I like it. I mean, you know, big scary creepy dog uh, traps his family inside uh, a car, uh, and then the, you know, the, obviously the dog is like the scary part, but the real like horror of it is just kind of being stuck in inside this baking car, you know, that you can't leave. It's a, uh, you know, it's a, it's an interesting. Uh, premise movie I don't, I don't know why <laughs> Pete is so flummoxed I was looking over to see if I saw the blurry I do but it's on my oh. shelf of things that I can get rid of because I don't like it very much <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I, I like Emma fan uh, I mean part of it probably uh, stems from my love of Stephen King and uh, my love of the book but I, I think it's a pretty good watch I mean I like D. Wallace I like the premise but I just I found mm-hmm. it kind of I don't know. Like, I think the dog wasn't big enough and scary enough. <laughs> I just wasn't feeling it. Hey, well, I'd love to see you trapped inside a car with a, you know, rabid St. Bernard outside. I'm just saying, just, just give it a good <laughs> kick in the face. You're fine. One of the... Mm, <laughs> mm, I don't know about that. Uh, I, I think one of the greatest things is... Um, I, I think recently someone was posting some behind-the-scenes photos of uh some of the actors and stuff on set because they actually had like a guy inside a dog suit so it just looks really funny to see mm. like a guy standing up like that and i think they actually like dressed a different type of dog with <laughs> the cujo suit as well so there's some funny uh, behind the scenes mm, stuff you can some, look some up. dog actors putting in the, putting in the <laughs> overs uh yeah. my number 36 i'm actually this is the no, no i had two for the 13s already but this is me going back to like a it's the same franchise again uh, this is Slumber Party Massacre 2, which, okay. <laughs> when we did this last year, um, I hadn't seen the sequels. I'd only seen the first mm-hmm. one. And the second one is such a weird but wonderful movie where mm-hmm. 
it's kind of dreamlike and it kind of feels like nothing really matters that much but it doesn't really yeah. it doesn't but it's it's fine because mm-hmm. you've the killers got, it's a drill again but the drills on the head of a guitar for some reason <laughs> and it's a, it's because like i remember when i looked up on imdb before i watched it it said it's a horror music comedy and i'm like what and after watching it i'm like all right i can see what they mean yeah okay yeah i'm not really sure what it is about this movie but for some reason it just it didn't really work for me which is crazy because i love like you know i i got the pit on my list for god's sake like i love crazy (laughs) you know batshit movies that don't make sense but for some reason this one just didn't do it for me there is definitely you know fun parts like that like there's stuff i could look up right now that would make me laugh but i don't know as a whole it didn't like i don't really uh you know uh light my fires that it much, was full of really weird like stupid cliches as well like you know it's like the girls and the guys are going to spend this weekend together at this house and the girls arrive the other night before and they have this like weird they start playing like slumber party games where it involves like them like in slow motion taking their tops off and shit and i'm like oh, yeah. why why is this happening no one would do this um <laughs> uh, just just full of kind of that stupid sleazy cheesy 80s stuff like that that just kind of yeah. makes me laugh now uh Anyway, what what number are we on? You're on 30, 35. That's what you're on. 35. Uh, so you mentioned the first one, which I don't think I put on my list just because I I think the first one's good, but the sequel I, I like even better, and that would be Critters 2. Ah. Um, so Do you want, the, Tim, I'm going to be honest. I can't remember the sequels that well. Otherwise, Critters 2 might have appeared here. Yeah, I think recently I, I rewatched the first one, and I, I do think it's fun, but I think it's a little slower. Where I think the sequel kind of just really, you know, starts off and gets the ball rolling right away. Which pun intended, because I believe the yeah. second one is where they introduce the critter's ball. Yes, yes, the big ball. <laughs> I think I'd call that the child's play effect, where the first one takes mm. time, like sort of like building the mystery of it, and yeah. then the second one just runs with the the silliness. Uh, exactly. And uh, the, one of the things I'm looking forward to about doing Critters movies at some point is the third one is the original film starring Leonardo DiCaprio, which the, all all oh. the new DVDs and stuff like to put in the cover are just you know just the <laughs> debut role of Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, even though he's not that big a part of the movie, he's just kind no. of a small character. But uh, and then the fourth one's in space, which is you know good. But the, the three and four were in the '90s though, so they will not be appearing on this list from either of us. I'm fairly fairly certain. Uh, unless Tim's been <laughs> well, the mistake. <laughs> yeah, I just as a curveball, I was like, you know what? They're so good, I don't care about the a critter's curveball. <laughs> uh, my number thirty-five. Oh, this is a this is a three-peat here for franchise. This is Friday oh, wow. the Thirteenth Part Three, which mm. I have a blast with. I, I think three has some of the most memorable characters. It has the infamous Shelley. You know, he has has Jason getting the <laughs> hockey mask. Has all the fun, ridiculous, over-the-top three D kills. And I'm not gonna lie, when I watch this, I laugh at all the things poking at the screen. You know, the baseball yeah. bat, the yo-yo, all, all those little things uh, really, really crack me up. Um, uh, this is a really upbeat one. Um, no, I think it's a blast. All, all the stuff at the end in the farmhouse is really good. Uh, I just, I, I dig it a lot. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely fun. It's not, you know, obviously not my favorite, but it's uh, it's higher up there than some of the sequels for sure. What's your 34? 34? Uh, I did just forgot let me bring up the list oh yeah oh actually one i just watched uh i actually watched this on halloween because i hadn't uh seen it in a while um return of the living dead 2 uh the 
the yeah return of the living dead movies i think are a lot of fun um the I, I used to get this one and the first one mixed up a lot um and uh my, my friend always rags on me because he he thinks this one is like too pg which uh yeah going back and, and watching it it is like a little goofier uh but I, I still think there's a lot of really fun stuff and the i think with these movies the real highlight is the um yeah, just like all the the gore and animatronic effects, and just seeing like yeah, all these body parts, you know, these zombies crawling around that are like missing legs or just like are just a head or half a body. Uh, yeah, I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I um, it's been a while since I've seen them. Um, but surprising people, I actually might like the second one more than the first one. Yeah, the the ending. Yeah, I, I don't want to give away, but the ending uh, always stuck with me more. And maybe it was on TV a lot as a kid, because I I think I always saw it more uh, saw it more often. And I kind of thought that for a while I didn't even realize there was a first one because I thought it was a a zombie two kind of situation where they oh, were right, like, okay. it was like a you know kind of like a proto sequel to Night of the Living Dead. So they just yeah did like return of the living dead and slapped a two on it that's what i thought as a kid but i, I think i just liked the setting of the, the, the small suburban town more than yeah. more than the first one but um been a since i've seen them though i may change my mind when i watch them again uh mm. which we'll no doubt do at some point because again there's another <laughs> one to add to the list of things we need to do um what number are we on timmy uh 34 my 34 is another some it's kind of a slasher movie although it's not a traditional slasher uh, and that is, but I'll say it like the, the killer in the film says it, evil, <laughs> which is New Year's Evil. New Year's Evil. Yep. <laughs> yes, if, you, if you're not familiar, uh, where a killer phones into like a, a you know a, a TV host who's doing one of these countdown shows for you know rock music until midnight on New Year's, and he kills people every time it hits midnight uh, in a different time zone in the US. Although. Uh, I want to just bring up an infamous thing that Tim said on the review of this when we did this a couple of years ago. Tim thought he was actually traveling through the US coast to coast and killing people in the different time zones. I had to explain to Timmy that no, no, he was in, he was in the in, in the West Coast the entire time where you know where the rock show was. He was just killing them at the time it was turning midnight hey. in the other coast. Hey, anyone could have made that mistake. The movie wasn't clear. <laughs> it doesn't need to be clear. It's physically impossible to travel that far that quickly. Yeah, you know what else is physically impossible? Uh, traveling back in time, or uh, cloning dinosaurs, or I don't know. This is a true, big shark. but they're science fiction <laughs> movies, Timmy. <laughs> oh, God. It's actually hard to it's hard to buy enough that the killer kind of lures victims because he, he he keeps meeting them at like clubs and things like that. He he keeps luring different victims into like places, and he, he has to do each one like you know in an hour or less. He has to get to yeah. a new place, have a new costume on. It's a whole thing. Uh, but it's really fun. Uh, really fun yeah, setup. Yeah, I think I forgot to put this on my list. Uh, if I remember, I might have had it. You know, it probably would have been further down. But uh, this is actually a pretty good one. Uh, it, and it's always nice to like, you know, for holidays. You know, each one kind of has their own little horror movie, so it's nice that uh, you know, there's one for New Year's. But yeah, this yeah. was a fun one. Yeah. Uh, all right. What's your thirty-three? Thirty-three. Uh, that would be Poltergeist. Uh, ah. Obviously, talking about the original, not the what two thousand sixteen remake. Well, or given that we're doing top fifty uh, of the eighties, that <laughs> makes sense to me. Yes. Um, no, it's a it's a pretty fun movie. It's a um, yeah, it's 
I forget, I'm not sure if this is PG, uh, but it's like, there's not like a lot. Like, I think it is. I think it's a PG yeah. movie, yeah. Because it's, uh, I guess you could say it's kind of family friendly, but I think there are still like some like, you know, legitimate scares. And, you know, growing up, it's creepy. And, uh, but, you know, uh, there's some cool stuff in it. Um, definitely memorable scenes, you know, like getting sucked into the TV, you know, the tree branch going through the window, the clown arms. Uh, but, uh, no, oh, and, oh, and of course, the, um, the uh, face uh, getting ripped off, the guy ripping off his own face, which was really, really awesome. Hmm. But, uh, no, it's a, yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, I, I think it's a pretty decent movie. I, I don't have that much of an attachment to it, though. Like, it's always brought up as one of the classic, you know, mm-hmm. movies of the 80s, and I, I've never felt that that close to it, or, like, it's kind of up there with I, others. Yeah, I'm, I definitely grew up watching it, so, you know, there, there's some nostalgia attached to it as well. Yeah. Uh, my uh, Another... Oh. Another movie, too, uh, I just got to say, because I think maybe last year or the year before, this was another one where for October I kind of went through and watched all the sequels, and it's another one where the sequels get kind of crazy. Yeah, I've seen two and three. I've seen two and three. Um, I remember two being kind of dull, three being kind of bad, but more fun. But, I mean, mm-hmm. again, it's, what, it's a trilogy I'm sure Fair, we'll do yeah. at some point. Although, I mean, we'll have to do the mm-hmm. remake as well. Even Sam Rockwell oh, couldn't boy. save that. Uh, all right, my number 33 as one you've mentioned already, and that is oh. Psycho 2. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, Psycho 2, what, what, so obviously you said a bunch of stuff, but what I will add on to this, outside of the, the performance of, of Anthony Perkins, who does give this really, you know, an interesting portrayal of a guy who's... His, the premise of this movie isn't kind of isn't like the original Psycho, and it isn't like other slasher movies. The premise of this movie is that there's killings going on, and is it him? Because people are going to think it is. We're thinking it either is or it isn't. And if it isn't him, who is it? But it, the potential's there that it's him that's doing the killings. And what I think is interesting about this movie is that this movie exists because of the slasher boom. They, they brought Psycho mm. back because slasher movies were a thing. Uh, but it was 20 years since the original. You know, it was a big wow. time jump. You know, it was... Yeah. So, so, so it's actually believable that they let him out. You know, it's 20 years have passed mm. that he's had time to heal and, you know, maybe believable that he's, he's better... Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's accurate, but it's it's more believable than say five years of, of <laughs> yeah. being locked away. Um, and yeah, it's a great performance from Perkins. It's 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 it's, it's, mm. it's got a really nice build. Some of the kills are good. It's a good mystery, uh, and mm. the ending's pretty solid. So no, nah, sequel two is pretty good. It's, it's, not, it's not obviously it's not the masterpiece the original is. It's just mm. not, but it's it's pretty good. So the yeah, I yeah, I'd, I'd probably get shit for this, but I the way I kind of put it is like the first one, obviously, obviously a better made movie, but I think this one's kind of more fun to watch. Like, you know, the, like, you know, the first one it's good, but it feels like, you know, like you're sitting down and watching a classic. Like this to me is just like, you know, Oh, this is like a fun popcorn movie, but it's, I don't know. I, I kind of really dug it. <laughs> I, I've, I'm going to address that. I'll just, I'll simply say that I enjoy like watching the first one. <laughs> I'll just do a bit of that. Uh, what is your thirty-two? Good question. Let me bring my list up. Would you oh, just keep the list uh, up, Timmy? Keep it up. <laughs> I got my my Skype screen up. Uh, <laughs> Make it smaller. Have it at the sides. I'm I'm no tech wizard. You know that. Um... <laughs> oh god. Uh, so keeping it in sequel territory, which mm-hmm. actually like for a while I had like a big chunk of just like all like sequels together. And I was like, I kind of got to break this up, but 
my 32 is Phantasm 2. Um, yeah, again, yeah, we did all the Phantasm movies recently, and uh, you know, not as good as the first one, but uh, still a really fun sequel, a little more actiony, but. You know, again, you got kind of all the the stuff that you like. You you got the tall man. You got, you know, good special effects. Some kind of like dreamy, you know, music and uh, more Reggie, which is always nice. And so yeah, a lot of fun. Boy, <laughs> got a lot of that. <laughs> a lot of that. Anyway, um, yes. Yeah, so what was that? I was thirty two. My thirty two is Night of the. Comet. Oh, okay. Actually, I've, I've never seen this. I, I saw this on some other people's list, but I mm, have yeah. not seen it. Night so. uh, of the Comet is a really fun movie that starts off with the post-apocalyptic event, or I suppose it's an apocalyptic event that leads to a post-apocalypse, uh, and everyone's kind of gone. Uh, there are kind of like zombie-esque creatures, although it's funny, watching this is very light in the sense that there's not actually that much threat for a lot of it. A lot of it is these two sisters, one of whom is the one of the girl, the lead girl from uh, Chopping Mall. Uh, it's uh, them just kind that. of like being in their own, all you know, I Am Legend style, just kind of like, you know, being in the city and it's, it's kind of fun and it's it's uh, very, very bubbly, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, it's these, you know, these characters learn how to use guns, learn how to do various things on their own. Uh, it's got all that kind of survival stuff that I kind of like. Admittedly, it's a very light film uh, to be called a horror movie. They're actually planning on a, a remake of this now. That just got announced. Um, okay. But, uh, yeah. And apparently this was an inspiration to Joss Whedon for creating the hit television show, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. What? <laughs> There's no comments in my show. All right. <laughs> What's your 31, Tim? Uh, a movie that is... I mean, <laughs> I've never seen Night of the Comet, but I gotta assume this movie is a lot more fun than that. Uh, and that would be Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> these clowns, they're from Outer Space. They're <laughs> oh, they you don't say. <laughs> what a twist. Don't spoil the movie now, Tim. Slow down. Uh, this is this is like a lot of fun. Uh, Jonathan the it's just a great vehicle for you know this cheesy over-the-top 80s movie where these clowns are just killing people in all these different clown ways uh, you got like acid pies and you know putting people in the uh, cotton candy cocoons and um yeah just uh, anything you could want in this movie you, you basically get it. it's just it's so much fun yeah we'll have to do this at some point and um it's not on my list i have seen it um, and I think I was expecting too much based on the title when I watched it. I, I felt I felt underwhelmed when I saw it. But really, I, I, I'm wondering if I'll feel differently when I watch it again without the 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 expectations going in. Okay. Um, but you know, that's what it is. Uh, my number thirty-one is Halloween Two, mm. uh, which of course okay. is set at the hospital. It falls on from the night of the first one, and it's like it pales compared to the first one, obviously. But it's actually a very solid slasher movie. It's it's, it's still kind of slow. It's still Michael stalking. It's still all these things. It's it's definitely you know try to be a copy of the original, but it does mm. a decent job at being fun. It does a decent job of having having uh, notable deaths, some fun kills in this one. Uh, Michael uh, has a good presence. Uh, mm. Some good good set pieces with uh, the the car park and uh, Jamie running away, and obviously the hot tub's a big big scene. So mm. no. Halloween 2. 
Uh, yeah, I, I didn't put this on my list. Uh, I do like it though. Um, but yeah, I, don't know, I guess I don't have much to say about it. But also, also the shape walking through a glass door without you know. I mean, I say walking through a glass oh, door. That's perfect. Yeah. It's not open. It's a closed glass door. It just walks through the glass mm-hmm. as if it's nothing. Uh, is kind of wonderful. So and it does it does so many you know great stuff in the series that we love that stayed around forever, like establishing that you know their brother and sister and Loomis dying in the end, and you know that's uh, <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> See, you, you joke, but I would put this above Halloween 2018, which was the first one to take away the sister thing. So, oh I mean, sure, no, yeah, I'm obviously joking. You know, <laughs> I, I just think it's funny that it establishes this stuff that gets like retconned later. Yeah. Um, all right. So, what's your number? Twenty. No, sorry, thirty. Number thirty. Twenty-eight. Jesus Christ, dude. Uh, <laughs> number thirty. You're number thirty, damn it. Uh, yeah. This is a, a crazy ass movie. Uh, something that you should not be a part of, uh, and that is society. Uh, <laughs> uh, man, th- th- this movie is absolutely crazy. It's 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 got like some really good like kind of suburban paranoia stuff with amazing special effects. Later, uh, I, I just kind of love the this idea of like you know these you know kind of like uptight you know a suburban you know kind of rich folk that are the bad guys and you know just kind of the idea of this like punk kid trying to get away from that um and then man that like i would seen this for the first time recently and all i knew about it was that and it was absolutely crazy and it did not disappoint mm. uh the other is pretty crazy a lot of practical effects very weird that's all I'll say. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Uh, my number thirty is oh, this is good fun. This is Terror Vision, which oh, okay. is a movie uh, set <laughs> set in a house where they get a new satellite dish in, and an alien through broadcasting to the satellite <laughs> ends up coming out of their TV and causing murderous chaos. It's one of these really silly movies. Uh, really sort of likable over-the-top characters, um, big set pieces, practical effects, all this kind of stuff. Uh, really goofy, though. But no, this, this was great. I, I have this in Blu-ray. I, I am proud to own this in Blu-ray. Yeah, uh, I, I watched this for the first time maybe last year or earlier this year, and I kind of wasn't that crazy about it. Like, uh, again, you know, it, it is silly. There was some fun parts, but uh, it didn't do too much for me, to be honest. What's your 29, Tim? <laughs> uh, this is a movie that definitely, uh, I don't know, rocks my engine or whatever you want to say. Uh, and that would be uh, first entry from this franchise, actually, uh, on any of our lists. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4, <laughs> The Dream Master. Uh, I I like this one a lot. And obviously, I'm a huge fan of the Nightmare franchise as a whole. And... Uh, you know, a lot of people would say maybe it, it goes downhill after three, but I think this is still a really fun sequel. It, it does a few things that I don't like, but uh, and yeah, Freddy's getting maybe a little more cheesier, but I think there's still some really fun care um, kills. Uh, you know, I, I like uh, you know the Dream Master premise. Uh, I think is interesting, and uh, yeah, it's still a, a lot of fun to be had in this one. Not on my list, but I will say I was I was more impressed than I remember when we, when we watched mm-hmm. it a few months ago. I, um, I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. 
It was, it was better than I remembered. It has some fun ideas. It's a shame that Five completely forgets all of the fun ideas that it had and just ignores <sighs> them. Remember that main character who had all these superpowers in the last one? Yeah, well, now she doesn't have yeah. any of those for some reason. Yeah. I, I still like Five uh, to an extent, but it's definitely yeah more on the downward spiral at that point. I don't know. I, I, five sucks. I'm just going to say it. Five sucks. Oh, uh, it's not that bad. <laughs> five sucks. Two is better. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, uh, no, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Except it, Tim. Uh, my number 29 is a Christmas horror film. It is Christmas Evil, which is a film oh, about right. a guy who's obsessed <laughs> with Christmas to the point where he's got Christmas decorations up in July, and he goes a little bit psychotic, and he tries to give presents to kids, but he kills some adults, and it goes very bad. Uh, what I will say about this is that it sounds like a really silly, goofy movie, and it is in places... But it's actually a surprisingly really well-directed movie for a lot of it, and it has a really nice bit of tension here or there uh, with how it handles the, the main character, who is the killer. And then the big thing, though, is that you will never, ever, ever guess how this ends. <laughs> the final like, minute is absolute bonkers uh, in, in a way that's totally unexpected, uh, and I will leave it at that. But I will say, I, I love showing this movie to people just to see their reaction to the end. Yeah. <laughs> It, it it's decent um you know i don't like it as much as my beloved silent night deadly night franchise but uh i i will i will definitely give it props for the ending i you know i i will go back and watch those last like two three minutes you know any day of the week yes what's your what are we on 28 <laughs> 28 yes uh all right uh, oh another and uh i think another first entry from this franchise uh that would be texas chainsaw massacre 2 um, electric boogaloo <laughs> uh man this this is a another one that's just kind of crazy and off the rails uh especially from the first one but uh again a lot of fun uh you know you got some good uh leather face stuff you got some great crazy dennis hopper stuff uh you know i, I love the there's kind of like some good like opening like car chase uh scares and then uh you know kind of like the whole last uh, act in you know in the underground uh, whatever hideout or whatever they have I think is a lot of fun and uh, yeah I think this is a really really good uh, entry in the franchise some may say maybe the last good one well at least the last couple uh, at least for a while <laughs> yeah oh, wait a minute I was going to say Texas Chainsaw 3D uh, demands Surprisingly, res- respect yeah. <laughs> here Timmy that's not that's not uh, forget that um, sure. uh, that too is pretty good although um, the ending is kind of weird and not in a good way it's just kind of weirdly it just kind of cuts <laughs> off bizarrely at the yeah. end um, yeah that's fair <laughs> but yeah no it's got its moments I, I can give you that yeah. number 28 is a move that you you put far too low oh interesting okay <laughs> you put this far too low you do not give this the respect it deserves and that is the pit it? <laughs> that's fair that's fair the pet needs to be seen it's it's, it's not a good movie but it needs to be seen it is it is a rollicking good ride from start to finish for all of the wrong reasons and that's what makes it beautiful uh we already talked about it so i will i will not stress it anymore but i'll just say the pet what's your 27 totally fair uh 27 uh i'm assuming it'll show up on your list at somewhere it's what me what uh oh no i've had other slashers on my list but uh sleepaway camp uh holy geez uh 
<laughs> this is this is kind of like my prototypical like go to camp movie. Like uh, yeah, the characters are just so crazy and like you know one note, and then uh, you know there's uh, you know some actually pretty decent fun kills. But then uh, another one, what I feel like we said it a lot, but man, the ending on this is mm-hmm. just so crazy and. A lot of people probably know it now, uh, you know, because it's kind of like a, a thing, I guess. But uh, going into it, when I didn't have any idea what was going to happen, it was kind of like, what? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's got a hell of an ending. <laughs> and it's not even so much the idea of the ending. It's more just how they show it and how they, how they executed the yeah. ending. Oh, it, it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> behave uh so my number 27 is the pit not the same one it's the prowler <laughs> oh the prowler the slasher movie which is actually really solid it's one that i'd forgotten about it's another it's an all savini effects one i think um and it's because I, I remember i remember not liking this as much but then when i watched it again uh, I was like, oh wait, the kills in this are really good. Why did I remember not liking this that much? Uh, it's got really cool kills, really kind of violent and visceral kills. With the the the, the kills get sort of a sort of soldier theme. He's got like a bayonet kind of thing, and he's stabbing people with things. A lot of blades through heads, all that kind of stuff. Uh, the, the the entire final chase with the final girl and the, the killer in a house that's kind of all covered in dust sheets is pretty fun. Uh, that's a really solid eighty slasher movie. It's probably one of the better ones in terms of just being good for kills and and uh and murder basically <laughs> and i mean i'll give you that the kills are pretty good um i, I wasn't crazy about the killer though i guess i, I don't know like I, obviously I, like i'm not as huge on slashers but um yeah if i don't really like the look of the killer and stuff that kind of i don't know it kind of goes a long way for me that's fine there's a reason why it's at <laughs> 27 and not at seven tim so just the, I don't know, just saying ex- accept that what's your 26 your final of this episode, actually. Mm. Uh, Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer. Uh, very interesting horror movie. Just kind of, yeah, just like you're following this killer around. I mean, it, like it says, you know, Portrait of a Serial Killer. It's like, you know, it's one of the more effective movies of really getting into like kind of the headspace of like how this person lives. I, th- I think uh, what's interesting about this compared to the rest of the list, not, not just yours, but both our lists so far, is that most of the things we have said are fun. They're fun or they're goofy mm-hmm. or they're lighthearted yeah. or they're like, oh yeah, kill that person. Blah, yeah, go, blood, gore. Yeah. This is this is not this is disturbing. This is a disturbing yeah. psychic <laughs> evaluation of a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Um but it's effective and you've got uh Mary Poppins himself doing a really good performance. Mary Poppins? <laughs> Guardians of Galaxy Two. Oh, okay. <laughs> Michael Rooker, of course. Yes, I was yes. Like, Wait, what? <laughs> yes, that's Mary Poppins, yes. I forgot about that, like, 24-hour meme. <laughs> I wasn't making a joke about the meme. It was just there was a funny line in the movie. No, I, I agree. Boom. It's funny, but there was, like, a day, though, when that's all anyone can I know, talk about. I know, <laughs> I know. I feel like no, enough time no, has get... passed now I can say it without it being like, oh, you did the meme. It's like, no, I'm just yeah. I'm referencing the movie, damn it. Well, hopefully we'll see more funny stuff from Guardians of the Galaxy 3. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe I don't know wait till Drax I think Batista's ready to walk but <laughs> oh dear um, yeah Harry Potter Seal Kill is very good yes. did you want to say anything else Tim before I said my 26 
It was a pleasure to be here. Um, <laughs> thank the fans. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> My number 26, the final of the episode, is actually the original Silent Night, Deadly Night. Oh, okay. Um, which I, I again, it's not it's a good movie, but it's glorious. I mean, the the idea of a, a guy who has this tra- because he witnessed Santa killing his parents has this trauma, and then one day when he's about eighteen, he finally snaps, puts on because he's forced to wear a Santa suit for work, and then he snaps and starts killing people. And my favorite thing about it is as he goes around killing people, is he yells out "punish" as yeah. as he does so. It's glorious. <laughs> Like, what's great about this is that there's, like, you know, like, at least three or four Santa-related traumas that this guy has. And it's, like, either one could have, like, mm. you know, been the, you know, what sets him off to become, like, a, a Santa serial killer. But it's, like, they just gave him all in one, like, everything. Like, it starts off with his grandpa, like, giving him, like, a weird story about Santa. And then, yeah, like, a Santa you know like uh steals their car and like rapes his mom and then he's also forced to like dress up as santa and it's like man just like <laughs> pick one thing <laughs> i know it's, it's, it's everything um I, 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 I sent a trauma from another movie just popped out of my head i don't know if that was christmas eve although i don't think it was i may have been selling it bloody night but i don't know i just one popped out of my head anyway um that's us. That's that's, uh, that's that's the first half of our top fifties. Uh, we'll be back next time with numbers twenty five through number one. But by all means, let us know what you thought of this list so far. If you want to keep your list, if you're making one yourself, which we do love to see in the comments. Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah. And also, some people wait until the, the full list is out before you put them. And that's cool if you want to do that. But um, we do like seeing your your own picks. Uh, so a weird wacky mix of movies in this first half but uh, let us know what your thoughts on the Pixar and like subscribe all that stuff get us on the Twitters at Screams Midnight for, you, for your Screams After Midnight updates and needs and questions and whatnot. Uh, you can of course go over to patreon.com slash TV and you can support us over there uh, for as little as a dollar per month and you get to get to vote in movies at one of the tiers you get to do all sorts of things you get some stuff early uh, it's worth doing just to feel warm and fuzzy on the inside mildly fuzzy you might say uh so mm. no but that is that is it so thank you very much once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching scary movies guys and we'll see you next time